and welcome to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, on 94.1 FM Wave 94. Once again, I say that we will have a wonderful 2020. I believe that we will see miracles, signs, and wonders this year. And that 5,780, which is the year of the Jewish calendar, is also going to be a great year for us, especially those who claim Christ Jesus as our Lord and Savior. So, spiritual believers, um, we are under assault um, from the enemy in the form of the coronavirus. We are an assault from the enemy in the form of injustice and um, divisions that are trying to um, tear and put wedges within our nation. And we need to step back as believers and address these issues from the Word of God. As I sit and listen to the different people giving their um, sometimes very stimulating, very intellectually appealing in many ways responses to these various concerns in our nation, I'm quickly brought back to the Word of God. One particular individual who was actually a bishop, I guess he was um, um, a bishop of uh, AME, uh, African American Methodist Episcopalian Church, I believe it is. And basically, his position is about poverty. And as I listen to um, some awesome strategies um, to address that issue of poverty, the Holy Spirit was just touching my heart as I say the word of God already has the solution to poverty and we have seen men and women who absolutely were in poverty had literally nothing but they took the word of God they believed in God's word and they did as God's word instructed. And they now are multi, multi millionaires, if not billionaires. And they do great exploits for the kingdom of God. Their children are blessed. Their grandchildren are blessed. And I think they're, they're headed in the 30s as far as the number of grandchildren. And I see it over and over again. I see it over and over again, even with my own godfather. I see men and women of God who take the word of God. And it doesn't matter what circumstances that they are in. It doesn't matter if if they are have opportunities or not, if they just take that seed, that incorruptible seed of the word of God, plant it in their spiritual hearts, believe it and receive it, 
nothing can stop them from increasing in this earth. Well, the perfect example that that comes to mind to me is Gloria and Kenneth Copeland. Um, and, and I see and I listen to many of their teachings and of course it's straight from heaven. Tithers, number one, 10% off the top. They do not have debt of any kind. They, they do not owe any man except to love them. Um, they are givers on top of being tithers. Um, they are, they budget, they pay cash for, um, all they, all their needs. They have houses, they have cars. Everything they need has been met. Another example is Andrew Womack. Andrew Womack was commissioned by God during the Great Recession and built a multi-million dollar debt-free, almost entirely debt-free Karis College in Colorado. Bill Winston, a pastor in Chicago. Um, Dr. Bill Winston tithes, gives, follows the precepts of the word of God. And once again, also during economic hard times, God told him to buy a shopping center, which he did, and built his church and have businesses where they can hire members of the church. Kingdom business. I see the Good Samaritan, which is an organization here in Tallahassee, Florida. And I see Glenn um, um, and um, Beth Burns and as they go forth to help the people, the most marginalized, the suffering people of this community, the homeless, the, the battered, the beaten, the drug addicted, the forgotten of these people and they are flourishing doing economic what? Hard times. I look at myself and I say to myself, thank you, Jesus. I mean, the summers are the times when I do not have a contract. Yet, God, through his mighty hand and how he surrounded me with people that really care about me, such as my mother, Esther Williams, we're able to pay the rent and pay the bills and <laughs> I'm just I'm just in awe but nothing nothing will stop me from giving my tithe and giving offerings and I'm working hard to listen to the Holy Spirit to get totally debt free God gives his people witty inventions God draws opportunities. God draws all the things that we need to us when we align ourselves up with the word of God. Poverty is a spirit. It is a spirit that is from an accursed earth system. Yes, I observe over and over and over again those individuals who 
line themselves up with God's word. It doesn't matter what is happening in the entire planet. These people are prospering and these people are protected from sickness and disease, lack and poverty. I I am in amazement as I listen to people try to figure out strategies to gain wealth and to get out of poverty. I, my heart just says, go to the word of God. Follow the word of God and do as the word of God prescribes. Tithe, give, uh, have a budget. Be don't spend all of your income. Make sure that your income, seventy percent, you should live seventy percent of your income. Thirty percent you tithe. Ten percent tithing. Ten percent saving. Ten percent um, um, giving. Right, and just have a blessed life. And I continually just am in awe of how awesome God has equipped his people to prosper in economic hard times. Many people who align themselves up with the word of God tap into the spiritual principle of the Barak. The blessing of the Lord makes me rich, enriches me, makes me wealthy, waxes me rich, waxes me wealthy. And Daddy God, you have adds no toil, no sorrow, no pain, no sweat to the Barak that he's given me. The Barak is the blessing of God. Abraham was a Man who left everything to follow God, Yuhevahe, to a, a land that he never saw. He trusted the God and his wife, Sarah, and Abraham went to this land. And Abraham became one of the richest men in the land. His son, Isaac, even in an economic downturn, even in a time of famine, he did. God said, don't go to Egypt like your father did. Don't go to Egypt. Stay where you are. And Isaac obeyed and sowed seed in time of famine and received a hundredfold return. And at that time, during the economic famine, that time the full the full return was about twenty five to fifty, fifty twenty five to fifty, and Isaac doubled that, and the Barak the blessing was on Isaac so much, he dug wells and he he actually tapped into underground aquifers, which is a very big deal in the desert, and. He prospered so that his home was bigger than the palace of the king. And guess what? It spilled over. It overflowed into that land. And not only was Isaac blessed, 
But everyone in that land was blessed. And when the blessing overflowed, unfortunately, envy and jealousy rose up and they forced Isaac to leave. But guess what happened when Isaac left? The Barak, the blessing went with him and famine came back to the land and it did not take the king long to figure out what had happened. And the king, along with his general and his best friend, went to Isaac and made a peace treaty with Isaac. He says, why do you want to see? Uh, why do you want to come see me when you kicked me out of your land? And all he did was good. Matter of fact, as he kept digging up these wonderful wells because water in the desert is priceless. The envy and jealousy was so bad that they actually put dirt in the wells. <laughs> so the same thing with Joseph. Joseph, it was Potiphar could clearly see that everything that Joseph had under his jurisdiction, under his domain, prospered. It was the Abraham blessing being transferred to Joseph. And guess what? Even when he had to be thrown into prison because he was falsely accused of raping the owner's wife, which wasn't the truth, he even in prison, Joseph prospered until eventually he was brought before the Egyptian Pharaoh and he was made the prime minister of Egypt, number two in the entire land. And at that time, the pharaohs had power and influence, but they did not have a lot of wealth. So what happens? <laughs> the pharaohs finally get wealth because just as the, just as God had told Pharaoh, there will be seven years of plenty and then there will be seven, seven years of famine. During that seven years of famine, Egypt was the only house in town with food. And therefore, they basically took everything. You gave, people gave up the land, their, their, um, their livestock, all, every, all their precious possessions, precious possessions. They gave to, the Pharaoh of Egypt in exchange for food. So Joseph made the Pharaohs very wealthy. The Barak, the blessing of the Lord. It, it is true. It is so true. If we align ourselves with God's word, we don't have to worry about poverty. We don't have to worry about sickness or disease. We don't have to worry about lack and poverty. Um, Pastor Bill Winston, he does a phenomenal teaching and he explains that we are aliens, that we are not of this world, that we are actually ambassadors from the kingdom of heaven. And as just as an ambassador is in another country, we don't live 
on the level of that country. We live on the level of the country that we came from. They fly in everything, all the furniture, everything that the ambassador needs. They they live on the level of where they come from. So if you're in a very poor country, you're not the ambassador of the United States of America is not going to live on the level of a poor country. And so we are from the kingdom of heaven where the streets are made of gold. This is the streets. The streets are paved with gold. There is no lack. There is no poverty in heaven. There is no sickness and disease in heaven. Therefore, as an ambassador representing our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, representing our God, Daddy God, Yuhei representing our God, Lord God, Ruha Kadash, Lord God, Holy Spirit, we should live like we are citizens of heaven. So why? Why do we not see this? One of the reasons is ignorance. We actually, in the church, have not been the teachers and the pastors and the apostles and the evangelists, right? And the prophets. Some of them have not been doing their job. They have not been edifying and teaching the church these things, these principles. The other thing is they're not, they have not been taught the proper way to pray. Because do we have, we are in a new dispensation. We're not in the dispensation of the old covenant, the old testament. We are not in that dispensation. We are in the dispensation of the new covenant, the new testament, the covenant of grace. A perfect example is um, Moses. Moses basically was an intermediator. He was a mediator between God and the people of Israel. And Moses, God at one time was so angry with the people of Israel because they were such a stiff-necked people. God would do part the Red Sea for them, feed them with quail, <laughs> feed them meat, give them water from a rock, and yet they still murmur and complain. Part of that was because there were people that were not Israelites. They were not of the tribe of Jacob that became a nation. They were actually from the Egyptians that went along and integrated into the Israeli nation. And that was another part of the problem that they had. But the long and short of the story was they kept murmuring, complaining so much that God the Father, Yuhei wanted to wipe them all out and start all over with Moses. And Moses literally talked God out of it. Okay? Whereas now, we people want to pray like Moses did to God and that's not appropriate anymore. We have a new mediator and we only have one mediator and that is not Mary. Mary is not the mediator for to God the Father. Only Christ Jesus is the mediator. Now I have I honor Mary. I was raised Roman Catholic. So I honor Mary and I wish I would want to be more like Mary. This she was just courageous. I mean, she basically loved God so much and was so 
in awe of being chosen as to hold the son of God in her womb, you know, which was a death sentence back in those days. And she was betrothed to Joseph and Joseph wanted to break the engagement. She suffered all of that. Because she loved God so much and she knew it was an honor to carry the Messiah. Mary is awesome, but Mary is not the mediator for us. We only have one mediator and that is Christ Jesus, the son of God and also the son of Mary. Okay, so we have a different dispensation. We don't pray the kind of prayers they prayed in the Old Testament. We actually have the Holy Spirit, which imparts the spirit of Christ Jesus in us. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit now. We are the temple of the Lord God Christ Jesus Christ Jesus is in us And Christ Jesus died And got back The authority and power That was stolen from us By Satan He got it back from Satan And he gave it to his bride The church So we need to be Speaking to coronavirus, we need to be speaking to the problem, not whining and complaining to God, not begging God. God has already done it. It is already finished. Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us right now. We speak to the mountains. We command cancer to die. We command sickness and disease to bow its knee to the King Jesus in us. We don't plead and beg and cry to God the Father for something that he's already done. But no one is taught this. There's not this type of teaching anymore. And so we have people Praying prayers that are amiss. Praying prayers that are not effective. And obviously, people think you don't know, no longer have to tithe. That's another lie from the pit of hell. Tithing was established before Moses. Tithing was established in the garden with the tree of good and evil. That's right. The tree of good and evil was a tithe. It was forbidden. We were not to touch it. We could eat everything else except for that. And you say to yourself, why? Why? It had good in it. And you know, it's an interesting thing that I was listening to A.R. Bernard and another great um, man of God and great teachings. And he was talking about everything that is good is not necessarily good. And what did he mean by that? He, he gave a perfect example of the definition of good. The definition of good is that it is beneficial. It is profitable. Right. So he took the example of slavery. Slavery for for one sector of society was good and profitable because it was beneficial and it was profitable. But slavery in the end, the fruit of slavery was evil. So just because something has a initially starts off good, you don't know if it's really good until you see its fruits, its true fruits, right? 
Um, he gave so many great examples, but it made me really think about good, better, and best. We always want the best. We always want to have the best things from God. And the way you receive the best is rest in Christ Jesus and listen to the Holy Spirit and do what Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane, not my will, but thy will be done. And you will always end up with the best. Now, it's very interesting. If you look at what happened in the Garden of Gethsemane, it didn't look like that was very good. As a matter of fact, it looked very bad. I mean, I don't know of too many people who want to be whipped, have your beard plucked out, uh, whipped almost to death. There's not even any skin left on your back. You've lost so much blood. You can barely walk that you have a crown of thorn on your head and they have ridiculed you and spat on you and beat you and mocked you and shamed you and matter of fact, stripped you naked. Naked. Yes, Jesus was stripped naked. And then they're going to close it out by crucifying you, which was the most horrific death that you could have. And it was not only a excruciating, painful death, but it was very humiliating. And basically, he was crucified and on Golgotha or another term for it is Calvary. Right. So this was not good, but we call that Good Friday, right? But if you look at it from any perspective, from the physical perspective, this was not good. But if you look at the fruits of that day of Good Friday, if you look at the fruits of that day, it was very good because it permitted God the Father to take his wrath, to take his wrath out on all sin in the entire planet Earth out on the body of his son, Christ Jesus. And Christ Jesus is the only one who could do this because he had the blood of God himself in his vein. His, the blood of the father was in his vein. And one drop of God's blood pays for everything, every soul on planet earth. Yes. Every soul that was born, every soul that was born and every soul born in the future was paid just by one drop of Jesus' blood. And he gave it all up. He gave all his blood for us, for the forgiveness of our sins. So what, what do we um, learn from this? What we learn from this is that we need to ask for the second baptism of the Holy Spirit. The first baptism is when you are born again. It's like drinking the water. The second baptism is like putting, being dropped into the Pacific Ocean. 
right? So you're dropped into the Pacific Ocean. And guess what? You are immersed. And now you walk in power. Now you have the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, meekness, and self-control. Against such there is no law. And now you have the gifts of the Spirit. Wisdom, knowledge, faith, miracles, healing, um, prophecy, discernment of spirits, tongues, and interpretation of tongues. Now you have power and authority. This is what happened at Pentecost. They were saved because they accepted Christ Jesus as their Lord and Savior, but they didn't receive the baptism until 50 days afterwards on Pentecost, they were baptized by tongues of cloven fire and the wind, a wind that came in and swept clean the world. The wind of the Holy Spirit. So this has been a very interesting time for us on this planet and my heart cries out for all people and especially my people, the African-American race. I cry out for us all, but the solution, the only solution, the only solution for us is Christ Jesus. The only solution for us is the word of God. You need to align your life up with God's word and build your house on the rock, the rock of Christ Jesus. And when the storms come, because the storms will come in the form of the coronavirus, the storms will come in the form of the injustices, the killings, the um the, the riots and all these things that are happening, the protests, the storms will come in your finances. The storms will come in your health. The storms will come in your family. The storms will come amongst your friends. You want to be on the rock. You want to be on the rock. You want to be on standing on God's word. And guess what? It is the only way that you will ever, ever have true temporal happiness and the only way that you will have eternal joy. Why? Because when you follow God's word and you do as he prescribes in his word, you will, you will take your talents, take your giftings, Take all the things that God has put in you for such a time as this. You will take those and then you will turn and give them back to the Father. Give them back to the Son and give them back to the Holy Spirit. And give God 
glory and honor and pleasure. Give Daddy God Uavahe glory and honor and pleasure. Give Lord Christ Jesus glory and honor and pleasure. Give Lord God Holy Spirit glory and honor and pleasure. And when you do that, you receive eternal joy. You receive temporal happiness. You receive riches and wealth. You receive healing and health. You receive Promotion comes from the Lord, not from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. Daddy God, you hey vahe. He is the one. He is the judge. He is the one who puts one down and raises up another. You want to line yourself up and you don't have to ever, ever, ever worry again about injustice of any kind. You don't ever, ever have to worry about poverty and lack. You don't ever have to worry about the coronavirus, sickness and disease because every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is King of Kings and Lord of Lords and Jesus Christ is the way. Jesus Christ is the truth and Jesus Christ is the life and only through Him to the Father. Spiritual believers and listeners, I want to close this broadcast with Romans 10 9. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Christ Jesus died, buried, and was raised again, and you accept him as your Lord and Savior, you receive his blood for the forgiveness of your sins, you are saved if you confess it with your mouth. Thank you for once again joining me on Enter the Glory Zone on 94.1 FM, Wave 94.